Hello, and welcome to the fourth episode in season two of the Personal Finance Podcast. Please be sure to follow the Personal Finance Podcast Instagram at Personal Finance Podcast 80 to learn more about what the podcast episode will be about. You can also follow the Twitter page for updates on personal finance on Twitter. All right. Now let's get into today's episode. In today's episode, we will be talking about how you can get into the stock market as a beginner. How can you open a brokerage account? How much should you even invest, have to invest as a beginner? And how you should look at risk when it comes um, to investing as a beginner in the stock market or generally in the market, financial market. Many people start investing because they either want to grow their money, meet their financial goals, or just make their money work for them as the rate of inflation also rises. As a beginner in investing, you may be wondering how to get started. Well, before I tell you that, let's look at the key takeaways of investing. Investing is defined is defined as the act of committing money or capital to uh, an investment with the expectation of obtaining an additional income or profit. Unlike consuming, investing earmarks money for the future, hoping that it will grow over a certain period of time. So a certain period of time, maybe from anywhere from 5 to 10 years. Investing, however, also comes with risk for losses and you're never guaranteed to make money. And investing in the stock market is the most common way for, be- for beginners to gain investment experience. Alright, now let's look at how you can open your own brokerage account if you decide to invest. In today's Canadian market, there are, s- there are many new brokerages and also many brokerages that haven't been here for a long time. For example, banks have had investing solutions for people since the beginning. And there, there have also been other new platforms that have created some different ways for people to invest their money as well. All right, now let's look at some brokerages and the requirements. So first, this is this is a probably one of the most popular Canadian brokerages, and it's an example in this podcast. So it's Questrade. So you may have heard of this name before. Many people use Questrade to invest their money. It's a goal to it's it's basically a goal to help you keep your money in your pocket. That's their goal. So. The overall goal that they have on their website is to help keep more money in your pocket. And you know, honestly, that's a good that's a good goal for the company to sort of tell the consumer that, hey, this is our goal, this is what we're trying to do, you know. So uh, as a person that's looking at investing, he he or she may think that, you know, this is a good thing. Now, this is a good catchphrase and attracts many people as well. In this online brokerage platform, you have you however do need a minimum of thousand dollars to get started in investing. However, this may be a great brokerage because you're able to invest in various investments, which attracts many people. Now, there are some brokerage accounts out there that you can start with zero commission trading fees, but you got to remember that um, you can't you can't trade your you can't invest your money in all types of current in all types of um, investments basically. So now the twelve different investing options that Questrade offers are stocks, ETFs, options, foreign exchanges, IPOs, so you buy shares offered to the public first, uh, CFDs, trade contracts for difference on international stocks. Now these are offered also by banks, but they may not be offered by some other brokerages that may. Uh, say that we have zero zero dollar commission fees. Questrade also shares commission fees from four ninety five, but they are still low uh, compared to other competitors. You're also able to invest in an ETF at a low cost, which is basically for free. I don't you don't need to pay any commission on that. All right, now let's look at opening a brokerage account in your local bank. Now many banks offer a high buying commission fee, which can be a bit too much for an investor that is just beginning their journey. Most banks would say that if you need around, most banks would say that you need around five hundred dollars to invest in. However, you may need a bit more money depending on the commission fees. 
Now, most banks, they some banks, they might say that you don't need a minimum to minimum to invest in, but obviously you would need to have a certain amount of money in order to really meet your goals. Now, most banks uh, may offer these accounts, margin accounts, cash accounts, TFSEs, RSP, and RESPs as well. These are accounts that you can put your investments in basically. Okay, now let's look, now let's get into the best brokerage accounts that are offered by banks. The two banks that have good commission fees while also offering good insight to their investors are TD and CIBC Bank. So now TD and Direct Investing, it may be expensive because they charge $9.99 per trade. So that's in commission, which can be a lot. And as the most expensive brokerage, TD Direct Investing offers investors a diverse set of trading tools and research through its web broker and advanced dashboard platforms. Now, the broker's mobile app, TD app, also provides a similarly clean experience. So although you may be paying higher in commission fees, you do get a very, very good service and polished product as they've been around for many years. Now, the next one is CIBC's Investor's Edge. And if you're looking for a lower commission fee, this may be a better option. It's at $6.95 per trade. Now, for casual investors looking for low-cost trades who are willing to use a broker without all the bells and whistles, CIBC's Investor's Edge is worth considering. The brokerage is noteworthy for all its transparent accounting fees and low trading costs across the board. Now, as a new investor, you may be wondering, how would it be possible to find the best brokerage account? Well, there are six steps that you can follow. So first is knowing your account type that you want to open in. So... Look at what account type the bank or brokerage offers, TFSA, personal, whatever it may be that you're trying to uh, put your investments in. Now, the second thing is to look to see if the brokerage is offering commission-free ETFs. Now, this is important. If you're looking to trade in exchange-traded funds, you just want to make sure that they're offering that service for free, basically. Now, the third thing to do is make sure the brokerage either focuses on the investment you want to invest in or look at what they're most known for. So for example, look at look at their product that's the most popular and that product most likely would be the product that they are mostly specialized in. So that'll help you really look at what the brokerage's goals are as well as to help investors. So for example, um, there may be a Canadian brokerage that may know be known for investing in its ETFs as opposed to stocks. So maybe you might want to go to that brokerage to invest in ETFs, but not so stocks. It all depends. Now the now the fourth thing is to look, the fourth thing to look at is before deciding on what brokerage, you may also want to research about how to deal with the customers and how how they quickly respond to a situation. Now also look at the brokerage's customer service. You know how they deal with their clients. What are they actually? providing service you know if you're paying these high commission fees do you get good investor platforms do you get good communication between the employees if you need investment advice or whatever from your brokerage and now the fifth thing is um, looking at the overall account security and what steps they may take to protect your investment account as well you know what types of security features that they have to protect your account you know there may be two-factor authentication and other things as well now, the last thing to look at is, you know, you really need to make sure that with these uh, commission fees and all these other things that are added up, you need to make sure that your money is being invested 
and the right places. And you also need to make sure that you know how much money is being withdrawn from your account before you even put in that investment in your specific investment that you decide to make. So for example, if you have a minimum of $1,000 to invest, you want to make sure that $1,000 is being put to good use. That's why some people may choose a traditional bank brokerage or even someone like Questrade or whatever it may be because they may be able to offer more tailored advice to your specific situation as to suppose self-directed investing. Now, they may charge more or they may charge a fee for for you to create an investment plan. But, you know, if you really want to put that $1,000 to work, instead of doing all the research, you know, you could really consult with a professional as well, which may be good depending on your financial situation. All right, now let's dive into the pros and cons of one brokerage. So basically, I chose this brokerage to analyze and sort of give an overall look. Now, I looked at Scotia iTrade. So let's look at the pros of it first. So pros are if you sign up for a new account, you can get a cash bonus of $25 up to $1,500 or up to 500 free trades. A self-directed investment investment investing platform operated by the big bank and trusted household name. No fees for purchasing mutual funds. Fees for equities and options can go as low as $4.99 for active traders, at least 150 trades per quarter. You have the ability to create practice accounts to learn how to invest for free, which is very nice. Access to comprehensive market analytics. Suit suite of educational tools webinars and videos to help you with your investing special offers for newcomers to canada up to 10 free trades and young investors up to 200 in annual reimbursements on administration fee obviously you have to do research and all this information and look at it based on your financial situation they also have a very good mobile and desktop interface there's no minimum investment required which is also another good thing for beginner investors you also have special incentives for those who already are in the bank with Scotia Bank. Um, you can receive ten to fifteen trend ten to five free trades per year. Those may be approximately worth up to hundred dollars in value. Now let's look at the cons. So there is a low activity fee of twenty five dollars charged per quarter. It's easy to avoid and it is waived for registered plan accounts, including RRSPs and TFSEs. That's why it's really, really important when you're going to a bank brokerage specifically, you want to make sure what account is the best and what account will run it at sort of like a low fee. And those under the age of 26 and anyone who has at least $10,000 investment or makes a minimum of one trade every quarter. Now, the another con is that the annual account fees start from 25 for RESPs to $100 for for RESPs and other accounts. Now, this fee can be waived as well if you make at least 12 commission generating trades per year. Now, all these disadvantages, you know, they may be for like long-term investors that have been investing for a more period of time. But if you're a beginner investor, you may not really be affected by this, but you still want to talk to the brokerage to see what, you know, uh, what, fees you may be charged with and there's also a flat fee of 9.99 on most trades under 500 150 trades per quarter there are cheaper options offered by alternative discount brokerages as well that's what you need to do to your own research based on your financial situation now overall the th- the brokerages that i mentioned in this podcast now these are ways that you can really get started in investing and this was sort of more so focused on how you can really 
uh, get yourself into the investing game if you're planning to. Now, obviously, you would have to be um, 18 years old unless you're doing it under a parent's account, which all depends as well. And you also want to really look at, you know, why, what are your goals for investing? And this this episode was mainly focused on teaching people how to um, really uh, look at what brokerage is, how can you even start investing. So, you know, I also created an episode on September the 11th, 2020 in season one that I talked about how to start investing. Now, I'll... This episode mainly talked about what brokerages you may want to start with investing. And uh, yeah, it also taught, uh, it also talked about how you can get into the market and invest your money as a beginner. When you invest, it's also important to remember that investing comes with risks. And when you're a beginner, you may also want to make sure that you're investing your money the right way. The brokerages and other information mentioned in this podcast are for educational purposes only. Please be do please be sure to do your own research before investing. Now the whole of this podcast is not mentioning that you invest your money within these brokerages or with these brokers. You would have to do your research based on your own financial situation. This was put to this was these three brokerages were chosen um, in this podcast to educate people and uh, to overall just give an idea of how investing may look. And, you know, overall, you want to make sure that you're investing your money the right way based on your financial situation. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Personal Finance Podcast. Stay tuned for more episodes coming out next week. There will also be an episode about government bonds next week. So stay tuned for that. And, you know, normally we try to release at least two episodes per week. So the other episode that will be coming out is we're going to be taking a deeper dive into in, uh, into investing in the market. And we'll be looking at investing strategies that you may want to use in order to maximize your profit within the market or really just make sure that you're making the most out of your money that you have set aside and saved with uh, your hard-earned, sa- or hard-earned earnings or whatever it may be. So stay tuned for those episodes and thanks for listening.